This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. It's Tuesday. That means the weekly news quiz closes the show. Get your competitive juices flowing. You can't have a competition without contestants, though. So saying hello once again this morning to Alex Smythe in beautiful Burlington, Ontario. Hello, Alex. Hello, Dave. And also saying hello to Karen McGee in Morrisburg, Ontario. Hello, Karen. Hello, and somewhere in Midtown Toronto, you'll find Alicia Yardley. Hello, Alicia. Hello. There you go. Covering the Ontario spectrum through and through here. Here are the rules of the game. Three rounds of questions, three questions per round. Each question coming with three multiple choice options. If you answer the question without hearing the options, you get two points. If you need the options and get it right, you get one. If you get it wrong the point can be stolen from some by somebody else. The order of contestants was drawn by Mary Daniel. That's the wife of producer Paul Daniel. The order will be Karen McGee, Alex Smythe, and Alicia Yardley. The first round is all about international news. Karen, forest fires are raging in a South American country. Which one? I'll take the choices, please. Is it Paraguay, Chile, or Peru? Chile. That is correct. One point for Karen McGee. Officials extended curfews in cities most heavily affected by the blazes. So Karen on the board with one point. Alex Smythe. Last week, environmental protesters hurled pumpkin soup at a piece of art in the Louvre. What famous piece of art got souped? Uh, I'm going to take a swing and say the Mona Lisa. Two points for Alex Smythe. The Mona Lisa is kept behind protective glass and was not damaged, so I don't know why we keep throwing soup at the Mona Lisa if there's glass there. Two points for Alex, one point for Karen. The pressure is on you, Alicia, early in the game in round number oh, one. Man. This one also going into South America. Last week, a South American city went a whole day without cars on its street to combat traffic and air pollution. Which city? Uh, I'll need the choices. Is it Santiago, Buenos Aires, or Bogota? I'll say Bogota. That is correct. One point for Alicia Yardley. The streets of Bogota, Colombia, were clear of traffic and instead filled with pedestrians and cyclists. The restrictions were in place for one day. The city was blanketed in smoke from nearby wildfires. It is wildfire season. At, uh, you know, as you get close to the equator. You know, warm weather all the time. So after one round got a real competitive game here. Alex Smythe has two points, Karen has one, and so does Alicia. Alex, you get the first question in round number two, and this is something that you brought to the table in the round table yesterday, so you're really being put on the spot here. The 2026 World Cup schedule was unveiled over the weekend. Vancouver and Toronto will host a combined 13 games in Canada. What American city will host the most World Cup games? Oh, 
I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be stuck between two. Let's go with the option, see if it clears out one of the two. All right, here we go. Option time. Is it Dallas, Atlanta, or Los Angeles? I'm going to go with Los Angeles. That is incorrect. Alicia, was it Dallas or Atlanta? I'm going to say Atlanta. Karen McGee gets the default point. I was really hoping, I was really hoping that Alex was going to guess outright there because then I could have potentially gotten the default points, but I, but I guess not. So there you go. A ding for Karen McGee on that one. So uh, there we go. Karen McGee drawing even with Alex Smythe at two points apiece. By the way, Team Canada will begin the tournament at Toronto's BMO Field on June 12th of 2026. So mark your calendars now. <laughs> okay, question number two of round number two. This one's heading over to Alicia. Selena Robinson was a provincial minister of post-secondary education. She resigned after making comments related to the war in Israel. Where was she a minister? What province was she a minister in? Uh, can I get the choices, please? Is it Alberta, British Columbia, or New Brunswick? New Brunswick. That is incorrect. Karen, a chance for a steal. Alberta or B.C.? Alberta? That is incorrect. Oh. Alex Smythe picks up the default point on that one. Uh, Selena Robinson, by the way, uh, resigned uh, late yesterday. So I had to update this uh, news quiz this morning because we do things in real time. All right, Alex, back in the lead with three points to Karen's two and Alicia's one. But Karen, you get question number three of round number two. A policy proposal to decriminalize drugs has popular support in an eastern Ontario town, according to a report from a local agency. Karen, this is your neck of the woods. You better oh. get this. What town is it? I'm going to take the choices only because I have an idea, but I'm not 100%. Okay, well, Karen, hardly following the local eastern Ontario news. I'm, I'm stunned. There's Stunned, so shocked, many little towns out here. Appalled. Like, do you know how many towns there are in eastern Ontario? Well, none of these ones are small. Uh, Kingston, Cornwall, or Brockville? So I was thinking Cornwall, but I might change my thought to Kingston. I'm going to go Kingston. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. Karen I wouldn't McGee. consider Kingston eastern Ontario. Kingston's west. I, you know what? I've always thought of Kingston as the border. I've always thought that Kingston, Ontario yeah. is the border between Southern Ontario and Eastern Ontario. Uh, Alex Smythe, take on that. Where's the border between Eastern Ontario yeah. and Southern yeah. Ontario? hundred uh, percent, I agree. It's, Kingston is when you start to get into Eastern Ontario. That's kind of like the cutoff point. <laughs> Alicia, what say you? Oh, man, it's, uh, it's hard to say. Like, I would say... Anything east of Toronto is east for me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so Belleville. Eastern Ontario starts in Belleville, or maybe even in Scarborough, according to Alicia. Uh, Karen, yeah, because the world revolves around Toronto. We Karen, know that. Karen uh, how, how does it feel to be Eastern Ontario splained by a bunch of Torontonians? Interesting. I have thoughts, <laughs> but, I, but I'd like to keep. I'd like to keep my job, so I'll keep it myself. You know, probably not atypical of Torontonians to tell uh, the rest of the province uh, how to live. Uh, by the way, I've kind of lost track on the scoring here, but I think we've got Karen at I'm three. Winning. 
Karen at three, Alex at three, and uh, Alicia at one. By the way, 63% of respondents said it would be a good idea to decriminalize drugs in Kingston. Uh, only BC has similar policies on the books. Okay, it's anybody's game. Anybody's game going here into the third round. But Alicia, you got to do some work here as you're getting the first question as my computer decides to freeze on me. My computer's been very helpful, very helpful to me this morning. Here we go. Okay, Good. great. It only melted down twice before the show today, so that was really oh, positive. Okay, Alicia, question number one of round number three. A U.S. city was blanketed with more than 100 inches of snow before the end of January for the first time in its history. Which one? Uh, I will need the choices, please. Is it Chicago, Buffalo, or Anchorage? A hundred centimeters? Oh, a hundred, let me double, a hundred inches, a hundred inches. A hundred inches. Okay, I'm going to say Anchorage. That is correct. Talked oh. about this during one of Alex's weather reports last week. What about week. Buffalo? Uh, they, I don't what? think, I, I don't think they got to a hundred inches. I uh, saw people shoveling out seats for football games. With my own that's eyes pretty common, though. Uh, yeah, that's pretty common, yeah, though. That's pretty Buffalo. common, Buffalo. They, they just shovel that's, that's in Buffalo. Buffalo in winter. Yeah, yeah. They, they just, they're just perpetually shoveling. That's, that's what you do. By the way, uh, more than 100 inches just by the end of January, Anchorage's all-time record for snowfall for an entire winter is 134.5 inches. That was in the winter of 2011. So Anchorage uh, still has a couple more months to, or a couple more weeks to work on that one. Okay, Karen McGee, speaking of weather reports that you would have heard on the show, a weather system brewing off the Pacific coast last week. It dumped a lot of rain across the West Coast. It has a technical name. What is it? I'll take the choices. Is it a Christmas bomb, a Great White Norther, or a Pineapple Express? I want to say Pineapple Express. That is correct. One point for Karen McGee. And good thing, because Alex, you were next <laughs> up on the guesses there, and I would have been shocked and horrified if you didn't get it. So that puts Karen McGee into the lead. By the way, Pineapple Express, uh, because it originates near Hawaii, not because of the Seth Rogen movie. So Karen McGee has the lead by one point over Alex and two points over Alicia. Question number three of round number three goes to Alex. So Alex, you can win this whole thing outright or you can tie it up or maybe even Alicia still has an opportunity here if you just go for the win and go for two. So uh, there's, 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 there's all kinds of implications here for Alex Smythe. Economic data has been released for the G7. Which European country is expecting a contraction in gross domestic product. Can you say the question one more yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, I, I think this requires some very significant clarification. Economic data has been released for the G7, so the G7 countries. One country of the G7 is expected to have a contraction of gross domestic product. It's a European country. Which European country is expecting a contraction in their gross domestic product? I'm going to say the UK, Dave. That is incorrect. Alicia, you can take a swing at this for two and tie Karen up here. I'm going to take the choices. <laughs> okay, Alicia playing for a tie for second place. Uh, Italy or Germany? Uh, Germany. 
That is correct. One point for Alicia Yardley, who uh, decided that she did not want to win this game. Uh, by the way, the reasons attributed to uh, zero growth include higher energy prices and, of course, costlier credit. Y'all know that one uh, deeply, deeply if you have a mortgage. Okay, there's time on the clock here. Let's play the tie-breaking question just for the heck of it, and then I'll declare Karen McGee the winner. So... Just to remind you, we do this closest to the pin. I'm going to ask you a question, and y'all get to guess at the actual number. Whoever's close is guess closest to the number wins. On Sunday, Canadian music legend Joni Mitchell won a Grammy for Best Folk Album for her album, Joni Mitchell at Newport Live. How many Grammys has Joni Mitchell won during her career? Alicia, first guess goes to you. Uh, eight. Karen? I'm trying to remember if it was her first Grammy or her first time performing at the Grammys. So I'm going to go one. Alex? You know, I, I I know it was her first time performing. I, she's won multiple. I, I think Alicia nailed it at eight, but I'm going to go one under and say seven. And Alicia gets it because the number is 10. This was her 10th nice. Grammy Award. But with that, even with her bad, unnecessary tie-breaking round guess, your winner is... Oh, jeez, Dave. <laughs> Ouch. Well, Karen McGee, take your win. Take your win and maybe the backhanded compliments. But you got to get a dig in there. You just can't help yourself. Oh, that's, that's why we like hanging out together. We tease each other a little bit. We do. We, we mock when appropriate, but we also praise. That's part of the partnership that is Dave Brown and Karen McGee. Uh, Karen, daily poll question on the way out the door. Folks can find it at Accessible Media on X, at Accessible Media Inc. on Facebook. Have you ever experimented with a trendy diet? Well, Dave, you've seen my weight go from various stages, so we will say that yes. And my least favorite one was the cabbage soup diet, which I think was like early 90s, late 80s. And basically, you only ate cabbage soup. And there was a very specific recipe. There was like onions and a full cabbage and cans of tomatoes and carrots. And it was very acidic and it was not good. Ugh, yeah, the cabbage soup doesn't exactly uh, speak to me. Ugh. Alicia Yardley, have you ever experimented with a trendy diet? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've done keto and um, intermittent fasting as well, which is how I managed to lose about like 90 pounds. So wow. it did work. Okay. All right. Results, results based. I like that. Empirical evidence to wrap up the show after the quiz. Alicia, thank you for this. Congratulations on a great effort in the quiz. Thank you. Karen, congratulations on your win. Always a pleasure, my friend. And Alex, a nice job. Uh, tying for second place uh, that Alicia came right for you on on that one. Just a reminder, you can vote on the poll at Accessible Media on X, at Accessible Media Inc. on Facebook. You can chime in via email, feedback at ami.ca, feedback at ami.ca, or pick up the phone and give the show a ring, 1-866-509-4545. That's it. That's all the time there is for the show today. Don't worry, things kick off again tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, I'm Dave Brown reminding you to play safe play fair but don't forget to have some fun hey dave brown here if you enjoy this podcast portion of our show remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m eastern time on ami tv
Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.